Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Craft Beer Republic. I'm Greg from the Craft Beer Republic, and we have a lot of nonsense to not really talk about. We're going to drink some beer here, and I hate heavily fruited sours. Also, seltzers make me want to barf. Hey, people. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for joining. Words. Boy, we got a lot of stuff going on here for you today. Um, We got uh, who's uh, words. I, uh, I am joined by none other than Flexipotamus, the guy that doesn't <laughs> swim. He walks on the bottom of the ocean, but he's strong and dangerous. Flex, how you doing, my brother? I'm, I'm doing all right over here. You know, I'm the... Uh... <laughs> The flexipotamus, the water horse, or the flex uh, water uh, <laughs> words again. Shit. Uh. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> just, uh, we're starting the show. Oh, all right. Cool. Uh, do we, we need just, to do anything, or should we just start things up? The show didn't start? No, we're about to flex, start right now. Dad just came into the room. Dad just <laughs> came into the room. Abort the mission. Abort the mission. We're fine. <laughs> we're doing nothing down here. Ooh. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Craft Beer Republic. I am Greg. Thanks for joining. Uh, I am being joined. Well, I, I couldn't say it any better. I'm being joined by the Flexipotamus himself. Flexi boy, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well, man. How are things going for you? Because nobody ever asks how you're doing. Oh, thanks. I'm doing quite well. I'm coming off quite a high from the weekend. I'll, I'll talk about that in a couple. But uh, doing any like walking underwater or anything? Uh, the, only the best kind, you know. <laughs> Right, because that's what <laughs> flexipotamus do. Yeah, that's what fl- <laughs> hip hop flexipotamus. <laughs> and joining us all the way from way up north and east is everyone's favorite. Not hip- what's a I don't know like otter. What's your spirit animal? <laughs> Giraffe I do maybe. Like ar- a gi- I mean, my neck is not long. I'm pretty no. short. I want to say that I am a sloth. <laughs> but a fast one. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's favorite <laughs> fast sloth because those what are you're like a maybe, hibernating yeah. hibernating grizzly bear or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm only aggressive when you come near my food. So what animal is that? I mean, sloths will fuck you up with their like little nail things, little two-toe nails or whatever. So it's fitting. I think it works. Yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep that. Yeah. Well, now final answer, sloth. Perfect. Now that everyone's well confused, uh, it's beer girl Melissa. Everybody, <laughs> Melly Mel in the house, people. That's right. Hello, hello. Thanks for hanging Thanks out for with us. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so excited because Greg fell off of my newsfeed. The Craft Beer Republic did not exist on yeah, Instagram, and I was so angry over it. I sought him out and liked every single thing. And added him to my favorites so I could see him every day. Yeah, I got it's real. It's a goddamn al- algorithm that they got going on now. I know. I did get a little creeped out. All of a sudden, I had like 9,000 likes from Mel. And I was like, uh-oh, what have I done wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, he was very worried. Yeah. Don't worry. I, I promise I'm Started sliding to my DMs. It was it was a mess. And then, she, <laughs> then she threw beer all over her ceiling. I don't know I what did, the fuck's though. going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good time. You never know what you're going to get from me. So That's true. It's, it's That's true. Uh, as Flex Pandora's said, box. <laughs> as Flex said, so much to get to, so much to talk <laughs> about tonight. <laughs> uh, we have some delicious beers we're drinking. We have some big news. We've been we've been kind of gone for a, not gone, but like we recorded, and then we had a couple weeks, and we had a live show. 
we missed a lot of news that we need to to step back and cover. I want to talk about the live show from last week for just a couple of seconds. Drink these tasty beers and so much more. Uh, I think we should start the night off with what's probably the most important question one could ask anybody. In a world where craft beer is king, a world where muscles are bigger than growlers, only one tongue can guide us. One man, one tongue, one tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is flex drinking. What All right, everybody, the wait is over. Whew. Thank um, goodness. So, so this beer is kind of special uh, in the sense of I love Modest Brewing Company. Um, they're super cool to me, and I, you know, a lot of respect to them. Um, it's a collab they did with Black Stack, so two hot shot Minnesota breweries. Uh, Crippling predictability, an IPA triple hazy by Modest and Black Stack. Ten uh, percent ABV. It has a untapped rating of 4.24, and the description reads, New England Triple IPA brewed with Maris Otter Pale Ale, malt, Bohemian Pilsner malt, malted wheat, flaked oats, hopped and double dry hopped with Blackstack's Selected Cashmere, our own, modest, Select Citra, Strata, Sultana, and Cryo Eldorado. Um, So the reason why this is so cool is because my local shop, is uh very willing and open to orders. So if I see any beer that pops up on Instagram, usually mostly around like the Midwest, and I say, hey, can you guys get this in? And they will stop at no measure to get that beer in for me. Damn, so, that's uh, awesome. Huge shout out. Yeah, it's super cool. So huge shout out to uh, Consumer Beverage right over here uh, in my neck of the woods. They do some really, 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 really cool stuff for me. So That's what it should be. Yeah, That's what it your really local should. bottle shop should be doing for you if they have availability to do it. Right, they're like yeah, uh, radio so, DJs over there taking your requests. Yeah, I mean, I and they're, just, they're really great people. They're family owned. Um, yeah, super, super rad and gnarly place. Better ass. So, uh, without further ado, though, we'll get some sniffing on this Ooh. bad boy. <laughs> Flexibotomous sniffs the beer. <laughs> do hippos can, have a keen I was sense gonna of say, smell? Can hippos <laughs> even smell very well? I don't, I don't, I don't even really know. Their nostrils are large, so I'm going to go with yes. Yes, That's they true. can. Not just for breathing. All right, so a little, little bit of a faint on the aroma. It's hoppy. It's citrusy. It's a little bit of tropical-y, like pineapple-y mm-hmm. mango. Got a nice haze ah, smell, and yeah, color to it. smells delicious. Super haze. Um, not so much lacing on this. Um, when the head poured, it was small head, real quick dispersing bubbles. I don't know if anybody really cares too much about that, but... Uh, We'll dive in now with the old. <laughs> I was like, nobody wants jabber. a small head, by the way. Yeah, no. Oh. Also, somebody eating pasta larger, over please. there. What is that noise? Easy. <laughs> no, getting, warming up the old tongue jabber. Oh, so yes. here we go. Well, while you stick that tongue jabber in, I, I tried to Google like hippo sense of smell. And the first thing that comes up is like, what's it like being eaten by a hippo? <laughs> That's not at all what I was looking for. <laughs> Thanks, the Atlantic. How do you do that so fast, Greg? I uh, didn't do Are it you very so well quick with the Google. Yeah, you just got the screens, got all the screens, the screens like, and the screens. Like, yeah, it's part of your job, right? It's what you do for a living. Pretty much, I got two computers, I got an iPad, I got a phone, I got an Apple Watch. I'm all hippoed up. He's teched out. Yeah. So, anyways, or, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> tangent. The beer, the taste, yeah, of the beer. The beer. Huh? <laughs> beer it is. 
So uh, this is, uh, it's sweet for uh, a triple, which I do like, but it's not overly sweet. It has a little bit of that back-end bitterness to it, actually more than you would probably suspect, but mm. it actually kind of brings it full front as, a, as an IPA, and I enjoy that. Um, it's touch citrusy, not super dank. That sweetness kind of takes over, and like I said, it's not overly sweet, mm. so it's actually super enjoyable uh, to me. Nice. I don't know. I, I enjoy my triples sweet. Yeah, well, yeah. You got to have them a little sweet so they don't burn the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, so it, I mean, like, <laughs> they usually just they tear are, apart your mouth. Or, yeah, otherwise. Triples go down smoother than like regular IPAs, I feel like. Yeah, and I like wonder why that is. traditional IPA. Well, yeah. it, it's so true because like the wife does not love IPAs, but you throw a double and a triple in her face. She's like, hey, this is really good. It's just oh, yeah. a little more balance, a little more sweetness to balance out the bitterness and uh, same booze will be- balance out that bitterness too. So yeah, this has yeah. a perfect balance to it with the sweetness and the bitterness. Yeah, especially if you double dry hop those hops. Yeah, oh, not oh not gosh. not too many fruit notes coming off of it, but you just get mm. that uh, that sweetness. Well, delicious. Modest and Black Stack sure know what they're doing, so uh, no surprise there. No zero. Um, very cool. Well, I have quite the recap to give, so uh, I'll I'll just say everybody strap in, open a beer. It's going to be a second. First of all, strap on Ooh, what? Yeah. Oh gosh, strap, strap on to be, be wait drinking a my cruiser for this. <laughs> oh, strap in! Oh, he said strap in. Strap I'm in. Um, over Settle the, down. Yeah, as we record this over the weekend, we did our live uh, batch 300 episode from Naughty Pine here, out here in Westlake Village, California. I was uh, I somehow convinced Brittany to be on the show. She's the owner, the brewer, and uh, the all around badass, and had such a fun time. So thank you to everyone that came out. It was a really fun show. It was nice getting in front of a crowd, sharing beer with people in person instead of like on zoom or some bullshit like that. So nice. Uh, Brittany was a sport. She hates talking in front of people. So we got her a little hydrated beforehand and, and made it happen. So thanks to Brittany for not only doing the show, but for having us. Thanks to everybody for coming out. Really was a blast. And, and we'll keep you updated as we get some more live shows going, hopefully. And you know, once the budget, gets going we'll get flex and mel out here for the live shows yeah well, yeah kickstarter that's a word budget. i've heard a lot lately i'm sick of it no budget i'm coming i don't care what i'm spending i'm gonna throw money at that airplane get Fuck me yeah. there for the live show Let's i will do be this. there uh just, just don't get on spirit we'll never make it yeah. uh, pick, pick me no. up on the way yeah I will. I'll stop and pay. I'll be like, we have to go. We're busy. Yeah. Be back in 24 hours. Sorry, Mrs. Flex. We have important <laughs> business to take care of here. All right. Allie, if you're listening, I love you. I don't know you and I love you. It'd be so great. She's like, who is this strange woman picking up my husband? What the fuck is going on? And now she's stuffing him into her suitcase. What the fuck? Uh, so, yeah. Be like Bags the scene from free. old school. Yeah. You tell anybody about this, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> You're short enough. Get into my carry. He'll be home by dinner. Get in. <laughs> Mel's not like mean enough to put something harmful on the rag. She just puts like perfume on the rag and puts it in her face and is like, "Hey, don't say a word, otherwise I'll not hurt you at all." <laughs> then she'll laugh a little bit. Yeah, I think you won't remember this until I wake you up in right. three, two, one, sleep, <laughs> like hypnosis, hypnosis. That'd be so funny. Oh. Um, and then also Very just. Relevant. Real quick, wanted to say uh, shout out to Distant Brew. We went to Mammoth the weekend before the live show. Uh, went to Mammoth up here in northern, eastern California. It's a great little ski town. Went to Distant Brewing, went to Mammoth Brewing, went to Shelter. And then on the way back, stopped at this little place called Indian Wells Brewing. And I'll say the winner of the group was Distant Brewing. They had a couple of good daisies. Excuse me. On tap. Mammoth Brewing is what got me into craft beer. They're, 
Their 395 IPA has been around for years and years, and it's delicious. And uh, stopped in, had some good food there, and some beers. Distant had some great beers. I have to say, Mammoth, a few of their beers tasted weird. And then I was out on the slopes, and I stopped in at one of the, like the ski huts, and I got some of their beers out of a can. And it tasted normal. So I'm thinking they had some dirty lines when I was there. I was going to say their lines need to be cleaned. That's what it tasted like. There was a little bit don't of soapiness. Mess around with that. Yeah, don't fuck with your lines, no, man. That's important. I I love a good draft beer. I prefer that to any other type, like can, bottle. I want something on tap. Like if there's taps yeah. available, I'm having it. But keep your shit clean. I'm sorry. Right. Don't right. don't destroy a really good beer just because you're lazy. Thank Gross. you. That is okay, you're so important. Sure. Yeah. So important. Mel knows. Necessary. Um, yeah. So anyways, good good, uh, good beers had on the trip. Some good skiing for as warm it was. Dude, when it's 65 degrees out and you're putting on like full <sighs> ski gear, oh my God, I'm sweating my balls off out there. Dude, that sounds like no, you're I... losing a lot of water weight. Yeah. I did lose a couple You got to be skiing in a t-shirt at that point, no? No, here's the thing. So a few, I mean, this is like 10 years ago, a few years ago, 10 years ago, Plus, I went skiing with this chick who I was dating briefly, and we went local, and local, the snow is just, it's it's shit past, like, February, because it's just so warm down yeah. here. And so we went, and it was it was super warm out, which meant it was super icy to start the day. And I was in t-shirt and shorts, no gloves, nothing, just t-shirt and shorts. And we and I'm a pretty decent skier, so the first run, we went to the top, we're hitting the double blocks. You don't want to brag or anything, but you're... I don't want to brag. Pretty decent skier. I'll, I'll just I'm spend the next. Short. Yeah, I'll just spend the next four to eight Thank minutes you. bragging about my skiing abilities. <laughs> Stand by. Uh, no, so we went up to the top and we're going down the first run. And I, I just, you know, I'm skiing and I try to slow down because I'm getting some speed. It's icy as fuck out there, and it's raked, so it's like sharp ice. And Ugh, uh, worst. I just, I had this slight little bloop, like as I'm trying to like grind in the the, the skis into you the shit snow. Your pants? <laughs> no, he went down. No, no, no. He caught an edge and he went down. Yeah, I just caught, and it was such a nothing fall. Like it was the lightest it fall, makes no sense ever. But because it was so icy, I slid all the way down the hill, and because I wasn't wearing jacket or gloves, I had road rash literally all the way around my body, oh, chest no. to stomach, all up and down my back, my sides, and road rash. My I was trying to dig in as I fell down the hill, so my fingers were all jacked up. And I couldn't like afterwards. I couldn't like type. I couldn't work for like three days because I didn't like type or push anything. Um, I went. I got down to like not ski patrol, but like first aid or whatever. And I just walked in. They're like, "What's wrong?" And so I held up my hands. Like, "Oh, let's get you cleaned up." And then I lifted up my shirt. And they're like, "Holy uh... shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they spent like the uh... next hour cleaning me up. And that was literally our first run. And I was like, "Well, let's see if we can do another run." And so I was like, we'll, we'll start slow, though, because yeah. I don't know what my abilities are going to be right now. I'm in a ton of pain and I'm sober. So we hit the bunny run and I couldn't do it because I couldn't twist my body. I was in uh, so much pain. I could not. Horrible. There's oh, blood gosh. everywhere. The blood was like all over the snow. It looked like someone had murdered someone on the slopes. It was so gross. Hurt so bad. So now the long story all to say. Now I will not go in shorts and a T-shirt. <laughs> there will be a jacket. There will be gloves. Because had I had either of those, my injuries would have been significantly less. So I just have to oh, sweat just, it out. Just tuck tuck your shirt in next time so it doesn't come up. Well, you know, it's funny. Right? I As I first started sliding, I was on my stomach. And I'm digging in with my hands trying to stop. And it's just getting worse and worse and worse. So then I'm like, I need to flip over somehow. So like I, I stopped trying to dig in with my hands. And I pull my shirt down and then roll onto my back. I mean, at this point, my skis are halfway up the hill. So it's not like those are impeding me at all. 
So, oh my God, it was so gross and so painful. <sighs> Everyone, that story up. actually gave me the willies. Yeah, I'm not it even sounds, gonna lie. Yeah. yeah, it sounds terrible. And um, I was a ski instructor. That was like my second job. Nice. <laughs> I was 14 and 15. And that was the first thing we would teach people is how to fall, how to tuck in. <laughs> Do not put your hands out. You tuck in like a ball and let those skis go. And you just become like One. a round circular motion all the way down the hill. They did not Don't teach us. Anything. All they taught us was pizza, <laughs> pizza, French fry, pizza, French fry. That's, that's yeah, all they taught we, us. We did teach that as well, but yeah. oh my gosh, ouch. Yeah, I mean, I never had that happen to me, so I'm glad. Yeah. Oh, I probably so would never, ever go skiing again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ski, but now all I want is pizza and French fries. So. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. Side note, Mel, can we go skiing? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Whenever you want. Oh, my God. Go. I love skiing. Hit those double Lou, blacks. Lou's a boarder. He does backflips and tricks. And I'm just going to get out of here. I'm fairly, that's that. cool. I'm fairly yeah. turned on by Lou right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm so... That, that's, that was the moment the magic happened. I knew at that point I was going to have that man. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That and the way he cleans beer off the walls. What a what a catch. He didn't clean it. I'm still staring at it. He just <laughs> ate ham and looked at it and was like, this girl, he's like, every day of my life, it's something else that's a problem. He's just sitting there like, and death like, do us part, huh? Death do us part. All right. <laughs> Can't come fast enough. Gonna need some more ham. <laughs> when life gives you beer on the walls, there's always ham. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, Get that tattoo. Sucks to be you cleaning that up. <laughs> yeah. You're five two. Don't get that. This tattoo. stool is three inches off the ground. He's like, you're gonna have to climb. Enjoy. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> and I'm out. Good night, everybody. So, anyways, enough enough about me. Uh, and then, real quick, Lawless Brewing, who we had back on the show, Batch Two Seventy Five. They're having their one year anniversary coming up, April thirtieth. They're releasing a barrel aged beer. So, if you're in the uh, the Southern California area, go check out Lawless Brewing on. April 30th, I think I'm going to do my best to be there as well when I try that beer release. So what about you guys? Any sweet beer research going on, Mel? Or um, So no research as of late. Um, I will be in California come Friday I morning. So I know, not not close enough. I know. What people don't Why understand is- California is so big? So I fucking big. I have no big. idea. Yeah. You're not, even, like, have... like, you're not even all the way at the top, yeah. and you're still going to be like five, six hours from me. Like I literally- sent a message to like a couple of people. I'm like, oh, I'd love to like meet you if you have time for a beer. They're like, I'm seven hours away from there. I'm like, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have no clue. I don't think people that aren't from California have any idea what the geography in California is. No, whenever I tell like, people you can drive seven hours and still be in the state, they're like, how does that happen? I know, but it's the same as New York, but it's so different in California. It's so vast there. It's the whole continent. I mean, the whole like, part of the continent yeah, it's like right? most of the west coast i guess like yeah. yeah like mexico and canada they're part of the continent but like our country right it's the yeah. whole country basically like there's a Wild. ton of california and then like oh, a little bit of oregon and washington <laughs> yeah so um so we have the marathon on sunday upcoming so not a lot happening that's fun with beer other than i will definitely be at alvarado brewing at mm. some point because i'm right there and um, if you have any suggestions or anybody here listening to the podcast, you know, I don't know. Um, my name is beer girl underscore Melissa. Just hit me up in my DMs and let me know where I should go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, depending on where you're going to be, you, you're probably I know you said you're flying into San Francisco. Yes. You're not going to go north or east at all, though, are you? 
No, we have such limited time and I'm, I'm part of um, a charity. So it's a nonprofit. So I have like a lot of obligations. So it's really like a get in, run a marathon, meet 23 charity runners, oh my God. hang out with my brother and my dad for like a day and uh, maybe have some beer and then get back home. Wait, your brother, children, the rapper? So. My brother, the rapper. Yeah. Yes. Come in. He's leaving Stockton, people. So waiting for that <laughs> CBR song. I know. I haven't seen. He wasn't able to come. He canceled the whole trip because oh, of COVID. Fucking COVID, man. Basically, everybody in my family besides me had COVID for Christmas. And my son was on quarantine, so we couldn't go anyway. So it worked out. So I was like, wow, I missed that. It sucks to be you guys. <laughs> and um, I still can't seem to get it no matter what I do. Like, I'm a COVID nurse. <laughs> I was so trying my hardest. I I was like, Lou, I really, I think this is the time. I'm going to not be able to go to this marathon now. So I take a test and I'm sitting there like anxious. If you ever, I don't know, like if you guys have had a pregnancy test that you didn't want to be positive, (laughs) but I have had many of those. So I'm like sitting on edge and I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what am I going to do if it's positive? I'm going to die. I can't handle this right now. And it was like clear as day negative. Like, not a like patch, not a little fake line, nothing. And I was like, <sighs> I was like, so Lou, definitely I don't have COVID. He's like, you're fucking stupid. He's like, please get out of my face. You don't have it. And just to be clear, like, know, just to be clear, like the only pregnancy tests I've ever been involved with are the ones that I don't want to be positive. Right. No, I get that. I get yeah. that. There's only been two that I wanted to be positive. So I understand. And uh, one time I didn't want it to be positive and it was like a false positive that's Ooh. happened to me before. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, we got to move right now. We don't have room for a second kid. What's going to happen? He's like, relax. I was like, you're, I was like, your sisters came while I was taking it. We're planning a birthday party. I threw it into the shower. And then I look later. I already drank wine. It was positive. And then I was like, and it's not positive because uh, everything's fine. I'm like, why was it? Why was it? Who has ever had a false positive pregnancy test? Me. I have. Welcome was to the scary club. shit. <laughs> yeah, no yeah it was the worst. Ugh. Uh, anyway, so no, I don't have COVID um, and I will be in California running. Glad to hear it. Sorry that uh, <laughs> we can't make it work. Next time, do you like a Southern California marathon? Well, I'll plan it better next time. It was just, there was just like a lot happening in life. You know, I it feel happens. You. I feel you. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll go skiing mm-hmm. next winter at the very least. Yay. I'm, I'm pumped. I, I need some more so lessons. Down. I need some lessons. So you can teach you. me how to fall so I don't just eat shit and <laughs> yeah, die. Exactly. Perfect. Flexi, Flexipotamus, any uh, good research lately? Well, I made it to uh, the Brewers home opener oh, a few weeks ago. Nice. Um, yes, so not, that's fun. it was a blast did you go with um, your homeboy. I did go with my homeboy, my best friend, Dilly. And, uh, he, uh, was able to drink a little bit, nice. even though he doesn't have a bladder. And, uh, I had, uh, probably the best tailgate beer I've ever had in my life. It was third space brewings, juicy little IPA. Oh, and it was a mm. delicious 4.0% ABV IPA, uh, real good amount of flavor. Still drank a light beer, or like a light beer, I should say, and uh, was able to throw down six of those before heading into the game. Good Lord. Felt golden going into the game. Couldn't even tell, like, I was drunk or it was, it was wonderful. That's what you and think. Then na- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then na- naturally uh, in, in the game, we have to have uh, some of our own state-owned uh, Blind and Kugel's Summer Shandies. Tradition. There- it, it, 
Yeah, yeah it, it, it is a tradition. There's such a necessity. If you're in Wisconsin and it's after Groundhog's Day, it's you're going to have yourself. Yeah, it's. Is that they usually they usually do an early release like right around February second oh. every year. Sweet. So it's like that. It's like the early start of summer with Groundhog's Day, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna shandy yourself some shandies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm hoping to get to a Dodger game this year. I haven't been since COVID, and I'm missing some some overpriced beer and some real shitty hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the be- the best sure. part about going to the game was. We we stand in the same spot every game, right? We buy tickets. It doesn't matter if we have seats or not. We stand right in the left field bleachers behind section 236. And we went to the last playoff game of the season last year. The same usher in the same section remembered us from that playoff like, oh, game. Oh, those drunken assholes. <laughs> and that's, that was exactly what it was. But we were less drunk this time, and we were able to bullshit with this guy all game long about baseball and life and whatnot and uh, it was a uh, just an amazing time nice that's awesome uh congrats <laughs> I, yeah that's the best um so unfun fact i am a mets fan i know oh, that must be hard come on let me have it mets and jets hey suck, no, but met, you know, mets are rocking hey, mets are rocking it so far they always are rocking it in the beginning yeah let's see where we're at yep. in like october they always have a good three weeks <laughs> exactly we're like we're gonna do it this year um, but like our, both of our families are huge Mets fans. So, um, it's definitely tradition to go to city field and tailgate the shit out of it, mm. not remember the game and, uh, just have some good laughs with our, our family. So I definitely will do, be doing that at least once this year. Nice. I tell you the worst thing about Dodger stadium is the, you, you are not allowed to tailgate. In fact, you're not even allowed to like sit in your car for more than three and a half minutes. They come oh, that over. that sucks. Yeah, that's crazy. No thanks. You know, like I'm out. ten years ago, whatever it was, that Giants fan got his ass kicked after talking some shit. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, they've been like, no, no dice. Like one time, my friend and I were there, and we brought pizza with us just so we didn't have to buy some super crazy expensive shitty hot dogs. We weren't even drinking, and they started coming around kicking people out of their cars. So we put up the, like the windshield like cover from the sun, you know, and laid our seats back. <laughs> and we're just laying Were in you? the car eating pizza, <laughs> hiding. Box. Yeah. Hiding from Sweating. security. Yeah. It was so funny. Like they came by, I was like, shh, don't say anything. And then they finally walked. They didn't see us. So we got to finish our pizza. Then we got out and went to the game. And they're so strict. It's so annoying. Yeah, that's so, so lame. I think like when you go to a Jets game, like night games you're not allowed to drink at. Mm. Can you hear me? Sorry, I was clearing my throat. No, I hear you. But um Jets games, you cannot drink at them at night. If it's a night game, it's sober. It's sucks. And it's cold. Like even They'll in have, the stadium? Like, yeah, no, specifically in the stadium. Like you oh can tailgate gosh. as much as you want, but you're not oh, getting okay. a drink once you get what into the, the stadium. Why? Because they're afraid you have to drive home or something? Uh, no, because we're so rowdy. Like there's fights left uh, and right. And it's, you know, if it's a night game, usually like it's broadcasted. They don't want people to know that Jets fans are such belligerent idiots. Do they think people <laughs> are actually watching Jets anyway. games? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are. We do watch them. We do. But not on TV. I mean, yeah, we do. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do. You're, yeah. you're, you're one of eight. <laughs> I'm, one, <laughs> I'm one of those people. All right. You're, you're yeah. one of the eight people that watch it. All right. That's fair. All right. Well, speaking of baseball, let's make a call <laughs> to the pen and find out what Mel's drinking over there. He calls to the bullpen for beer. Oh, yeah. So I am drinking Bay Brew number two, and um, I 
pretty sure that Erica had Babe Brew number one on here. So I thought it would be yeah. kind of fun to continue uh, the tradition. Um, Roxy, if you are listening, there's no way in hell I'm going to get this right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's an imperial stout. I know. Oh, wait. Right. This is audio. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm so used to shooting video. But this is a 9% imperial stout. It is from Micro Brassier Labros. Works for Saying me. It's so wrong. Uh, Babe number it. two. I love the can art. It is a gorgeous skeleton babe with a fur cap on, a nice stout, and she's kind of leaning up on a bourbon barrel. However, this is not bourbon barrel age, but it, it's delicious. Um, I'll just plug real quick because I'm part of the Beer Babes family. Please. Uh, that these beers, like all of the sales are for charity. We are now a nonprofit and um, the sales from these beers or partial proceeds specifically go to women in beer um, and, and bettering their education in their career. So it is a great reason to buy beer and, uh, you know, get a little snapshot on Instagram, put it on your grid and let people know the good things that are happening uh, in the craft beer community for women. Oh, I think yeah. it's exciting and I'm I'm so happy to be a part of it. The beer's awesome. So obviously it's a nice dark stout. She's using the tongue jabber. <laughs> My tongue jabber does not. We have to use it differently, you know? Like women men dif- different different action. I don't I don't go that way. I mean, flex uh, sounds sorry. like a turkey call anyways, so. <laughs> I don't even know Yeah, how it's it's it. not it's, it's not impressive. the call of the tongue jabber, it's how you use it. <laughs> Right. I'm good at it, but not in that aspect. Um, so anyways, this is a very. <laughs> Got her. Oh, my gosh. I am Dad, excited. if you're listening, earmuffs, earmuffs, Dad. Seriously. Um, <laughs> it's a really traditional stout. It's very nice. It's got a very light mouthfeel. It's got the lovely coffee notes that we expect from a stout. Zero, zero adjuncts, which I really like. I'm feeling lately like I I like a more traditional stout. Like I don't need caramel and peanut butter and fucking graham crackers and marshmallow and like so thick and heavy that like it weighs you down and you can only take a couple sips and you're smashed. I feel like this is something that's very, very nice to sip on. And I would enjoy drinking probably two of these. Although the ABV will get you because it is 9%. But this is really, really luxurious and nice, but not in a thick way. 9%. I'd, I'd enjoy drinking two of those too at 9%. That'd be a, a nice you know evening. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I well, I me mean, a tipo might be like a triple might be 10 or 12% also. Yeah. Like you never know. That's true. Quadruple, hey. you're going to have like 14%. You know, before we forget, speaking of like charities and, and all that good stuff, Plug the charity that you're working for with the the marathon and oh. everything, please. Oh, gladly. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you, Greg. Um, yes, this is actually, I sit on a board for a foundation called the Allison Whitney Foundation. It is local to my home in the sense that um, Allison Whitney was a real live person that I went to school with. Uh, she went in for her regular annual with her OBGYN. Um, had small cell cervical carcinoma. They didn't think it was going to be a big deal. It was one of those irregular paps that turned into a stage four terrible ride. Um, But the main thing from her illness was that she met these girls online. They, they formed a sisterhood and they talked about the financial hardship and, and, you know, being in your twenties and having like 
a, like a, a disease you're going to die from, you know, yeah. uh, the mortality rate is really high and it's so rare. Uh, and her, her mission was to just help other people in her situation financially with a little grant, a little something. So uh, when she passed away, that's exactly what her mom did with her sister. They founded the Alison Whitney Foundation. We are completely volunteer, 100%. And uh, my best friend, Jasmine, was their first grant recipient. Mm. She died of stage four pancreatic cancer when she was 25. And so that's why I do what I do, to wow. try to give back and hold her memory up there and keep her proud of me. So, uh, yeah, uh, if you are a runner, if you like giving to charity, if you want to run in some sought after races, hint, hint, New York City, <laughs> um, not only do you get entry into the race when you raise your funds, but you get me for an entire year. And I promise that your journey is going to be amazing because I make sure of it. Nice. Well, I guess done. that's basically yeah, it. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank, thanks for being awesome. Oh, no problem. You know, you're the I best mean, smell. I love you. So much. I mean, there's a lot of things I don't share about like Love my personal too. life, you know? Seriously. Because I just like to keep it light and airy and stupid and silly on Instagram. I like to be drunk and forget about uh, the heaviness that I hold as a nurse and everything else that I do. But this is just a great, it's just a great, great opportunity to give back to people that are our age. We are young adults. We still are. You know, if you're... That's what I keep telling age, people. <laughs> I'm no, young, God damn it. <laughs> it goes up to 39. 39 Ooh. is still a young adult. Once Good. you hit 40, you're a middle-aged adult. But um, we still do, like, we call them angel gifts. So if there's someone that you know that is struggling, please do reach out to me. I will always find a way to help you or get you in touch with the right people. Amazing. Yeah, when you turn 40, you're really fucked. Yeah. I'm right, be- Tread? <laughs> <laughs> Greg is... Y- I am the oldest person on this podcast right now. Stop. Greg is younger than me. It's okay, though. You're not 40. <laughs> I, I look the oldest, so you got that. Oh dear! All right. Well, thank you for being awesome, and, and thanks for that. Go go check it out, and, and reach out to Mel if you guys. Oh yeah, need, at need Allison that. Four Rare. That's our the that's number our four. Tag. That's our handle. The number four, right? Yes, the number four. Okay, Allison Four Rare. Perfect. Um. All right. We will lighten things up just a little bit here. Ludicrous libation law in honor of uh, Mel being on the show. This one comes from New York. Maybe you can confirm or deny. Apparently, there's an old holdover blue law that prohibits restaurants and bars from serving drinks until noon on Sundays in New York City. I can tell you that's false with the brunches that Mel goes on. <laughs> but I, I guess this yeah, is... You, you met Lunch and Die, you know. She came on the scene and she was like, lunch is at 10 a.m. But I, I'm like, girl, nobody even got out of their house yet. She's like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Yeah. I guess this is specifically in New York City, though. You know, I can't really speak to it, but I'm going to go with no, because I feel like I've been to many a brunch that started at 11. All so right. no, falsity, falsity. We've we've bypassed that at this point. Well, I'm glad um, to hear it. Certain, yeah, but sir, I know that for sure, like certain stores don't open until later for that reason. Um, but I, But like even Beer World, I think like we open later on Sunday, but... Like later is like nine thirty a.m. Oh, <laughs> you know, like it's not that it's not that late. So I'm gonna go with no. It's good to know if I'm ever in the area, I'm going there instead of church. That's for sure. Seven days a week. <laughs> yeah. Stop there before church, then go to church a little bit happier. If I'm going to church, you know, I stop there first. <laughs> that's how, that's how you're getting me in the doors. Um. All right. So, like I said, there's a lot of news that happened in the last couple of weeks while we were off having fun and doing live shows and all that good stuff. 
Uh, first of all, Stone, they filed for a permanent injunction. You know, they won their case against Molson Coors. They filed for, for a permanent injunction against Molson Coors, seeking to cease production distri- and distribution of infringing Keystone Light packaging. Basically, they want them to stop selling immediately and not wait until they repackage and rebrand. Wow. Yeah. Which I get. That one I get. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like, do they recall everything that's already on the shelves or is that okay? Yeah. That's a big question. That's a lot. That's a lot of product to like recall. Yeah. I I guess that's probably up for debate once they, you know, if the judge says yes, then there's probably, do they have to go back and retroactively do it or intern Brian, let us know. We need some, some law advice. Yeah. We need Um, some legal advice. Yes, please. And then on the flip, yeah. And on the flip side of things, Charlotte's Sycamore Brewing is filing a trademark claim against Stone over Whoa. the use, yeah, over the use of Stone's new "Keep It Juicy" hazy IPA. Apparently, Sycamore has had a, a "Keep It Juicy" for a few years now, and they're saying not only do they own the copyright to the name, but they also they think the logo was too close, and this is an audio show, so I won't go into too much detail. I didn't think that the logo was that close. But if you have a claim on the name, you have a claim on the name, and I think that's enough. I mean, uh, Sycamore, I've never heard of you. I, <laughs> I'm no big beer connoisseur. You know, I live in New York, so um, is it worth it? Like, do are, are they jumping on the bandwagon because Stone has now gotten this huge amount of money from their lawsuit and they just want a piece of the pie. So I let I like, read yeah I read a lot of comments from people who do know Sycamore who says they do a okay. lot of shitty you know publicity stunts. So meaning yes they want the money or or Is just that what the, you're saying yeah or just the free publicity of notoriety yeah or just getting, getting their, their name their, out getting the their name out there and yeah I could hey, see that this yeah. is who we are yeah. Right, because had the story never come up, we would never have said sick. Especially here on the West Coast, would never say anything about Sycamore Brewing. So, um, right, it worked, guys. Good job. Yeah, it's yeah. like, do you guys even know the Carolinas exist? The, the what now? The Car- <laughs> <laughs> you no, almost an- had me, Greg. Just kidding. Uh, that's an East Coast destination. Yes. These guys go to Cabo when they want to get away. Nah. Go to the beach. I've been to North Carolina. I went to Asheville. I loved it. Some great beer over there. I've heard great things about Asheville. I definitely need to make an appearance there. At Green some point. Man, Twin Leaf, mm-hmm. uh, Up Country. Man, there's some great beer in Asheville. That is for sure. Um, all right, before we do another story, I'm gonna I'm just do my yeah, beer. What over are you, here. Dr- Greg? Greg, what are you drinking you, over there? I don't uh, think we've even talked about that. Well, and I'm I'm out of songs here. I'll hit this one. From a bottle, from a can. Why don't people understand my inebriation? <laughs> Uh, I am drinking, talk about women's beer, I am drinking Pure Brewing's Flames of Eden. 8.2%. It's an imperial uh, hazy. 3.86 and untapped. The ladies of Pure proudly present Flames of Eden, a fruited, murky double IPA brewed for International Women's Collaboration Brew Day. It dons a cloudy coral color Thanks to the addition of organic, locally sourced blood oranges and organic dark tart cherries from Washington. Dry hopped with a complimentary blend of Rawaka, Eldorado, and Southern Cross hops, this juicy brew brings a bouquet of grapefruit, candied lemon, and white peach. 
Flavors of freshly squeezed blood orange juice, raspberry lemon sorbet, and pomegranate add flair on the palate. Enjoy this one on a sizzling sunny day or around a, the bonflower. Wow. The bonfire. Words. Words. <laughs> English coming in hot. And you guys can see it's got this nice like rubyish color to it. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a it's a good looking beer. It's so funny we're coral color and my eyebrows immediately went up. Wow. Yeah. Try it, Greg. Oh, Try it, Greg. Let us know how it is. Try it. Oh, well. How's that fruit? On the on the nose. A lot of uh, mm. orange and cherry on the nose. Let me oh. stick in the old la 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 la, la tongue jabber. <laughs> so Ooh. This reminds me a lot of like um a rainbow sherbet. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Lou would be all over that. He loves that stuff. So yeah, a lot of orange, a lot of berry, maybe cherry, uh, a little bit of like citrus, like lemony or, or lime somewhere in that family. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of a rainbow sherbet. Um, sounds super good. Yeah. And it, the fruit, Refreshing. like the orange and the cherry definitely shine through. Honestly, I think this would be an equally good beer without the fruit additions. Like it's such a well-crafted beer. I don't think it was necessary, but I think it's fun. Like it, it gave it a good color and kind of brought some extra fruit flavors to it. But I'd love for science reasons to have like the unfruited version next to it and see how that tastes. But like all I heard was fruit in the whole description. So what <laughs> is it? What is it without the fruit? Well, what, what notes of, of beer are you getting? Well, the only added fruit is blood orange and cherries. Everything else is from the hops. So the citrus is like a is a hop kind of flavor. Is that what you're telling me? I think I'm getting both. I mean, I definitely get the blood orange, but I'm also getting like a limey, lemony flavor that must be coming from the hops. Um, okay. Yeah, getting the tartness from the cherry. I almost get like maybe a little hint of peachiness in there somewhere. So you know. And Flex, am I in crazy land? Did he say anything about hops though there? He just said peachy, cherry, lemon, lime, but again, no hops. Oh, like, you want to know what type of hops? I, I just want to know, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess so. What but, kind of hops are in there? Do you know? Yeah, it's the it's Rewaka, El Dorado, and Southern Cross. And I think that's okay. where some oh, of the more... did say that. Yeah. Yeah, All right, I missed that. I just was like in fruit la-la land. Like I was, <laughs> I was the fruit stripe... Uh, unicorn going <laughs> over the rainbow of fruit, like ooh, all the fruit. I'm over me here in the just day, daydreaming about this beer. Actually, <laughs> I, I, I want. He, I mean, I definitely he keeps talking want it. about it, and then he hit on the rainbow sherbet, and I'm just like, my tongue is out of my mouth. Yeah, it looked like a cartoon over there. Oh man! And I think this can art is pretty sweet and might fit that flex algorithm. Oh yeah, that's uh, 100% oh, yeah, flex that's algorithm nice. approved. Yeah, I dig it. it it's pretty sweet can art. So uh, yeah, shout out to Pure for getting this over here. Love me some Pure Brewing. That is uh, for certain. All right, let's feed that music out. All right, back to all the stories we missed. All right, Modern Times. I think Coley said it best. Couldn't happen to a nicer company. Modern, <laughs> Modern Times now expects to be sold via court-ordered receivership they're hoping that they'll be sold intact. So like everything together, that way it's not like selling assets and that the company will live on under some other ownership of sorts. Couldn't happen to a uh, nicer company. Thought? Are they who douches? Would've? Like I'm not on the West Coast again. So like, you know, the only reason why I even keep up with what's happening here is because I listen to this podcast weekly. I am one of those super fans. Yeah. I do listen every week. And uh, I'm like, Modern Times, like I've never even tried their beer. So I 
Yeah, they were just, um, high up on the shit list about a year ago when all that came out. They were very high up on the shit list. Okay. And um, didn't do a good job of making things better. Kind of tried to brush douches. it under for a while. Yeah. So, well, yeah. And it took them so long. To the douches. Yeah. <laughs> it took them so long to come right. out to finally acknowledge right. and say, hey, this is, we're going to do better. Because they've always been the cool companies. So they really didn't want to give up that image. And uh, mm-hmm. they really weren't the cool company. And so, also, they expanded so quickly. They went from one little spot in San Diego to like six or seven other locations, not even all mm-hmm. in California. In yeah, a matter of a country, yeah. yeah, in a matter of a couple of years. Not New York. No, it's mostly on the West Coast. Like they had a Portland yeah. spot, they had a few in California, and but it was like, you guys are. How do you expand this quickly and either not owe people a ton of money or you know are in the middle of going bankrupt? So, well, I think that's a problem too, right? People get too big for their britches. Like we can do all this, but then you can't produce, and if you can produce, like. Your quality isn't the same, right? And uh, you just fall off. Yeah, we actually, and then met... you have a massive amount of debt, and people are not feeling it. Yeah, a hundred percent. We actually met the owner when they were very, very new. He was doing a uh, like a speech thing, basically talking about his beers and letting people try them. Um, they they've been open for months at this point, and we went, and you know they were fine, they were good, but he was real up on himself then, and it just kind of continued. So. What do you so it kind of makes sense, yeah. 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 Sorry, so. buddy. And then uh, one more of the same thing. BrewDog has closed their Indianapolis <laughs> tap room. Talk about couldn't happen to a nicer company. <laughs> we're, we're all shocked BrewDog. right now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of assholes. Um, yep. So I guess OG Beer Dude, Zach, won't be drinking any BrewDog anytime soon. No more Indianapolis I'm tap sure, room. I mean, you, we know he's bummed out. <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm sure. Crying Super as we speak. Super bummed out. Yeah, man. so sad. Um, in some actual sad news, 30 workers were laid off following the merger of New Belgium and Bells. They finally... I saw that. Yeah, they, they finally merged officially now that they're both owned by Lion and laid off 30 workers. Now, they did say it's basically due to overlapping in sales territories, and the people that were laid off are welcome to apply in other regions. That sounds like a corporate, yeah, we'll Yeah, that's But like why a, lay them off then? Just like be like, this is your job now, take it or leave it kind of. Like right. not dictatorship, but like don't lay off, just move them on. But sure. this is y- you can move structure. or you can, yeah, you can move or you can quit. It's your choice. But instead it's you're being laid you know, off. I know, Greg, you're going to give me a lot of shit for this, but I do have a love affair with New Belgium only because like, you know, when Fat Tire first came out, oh, yeah. like before they became so big, um, it was probably like one of my easiest, happiest craft beers to just sling back. Like you brought it to a family party. And you're like, I got Fat Tire. And they're like, <laughs> wow, you're really something like, you know, you're drinking. Anything yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like that, that was, was all of a... us at one point. <laughs> yeah. Though. yeah. Check out know, my stone like, IPA. So... <laughs> <laughs> Especially... <laughs> For me, somebody who was, you know, entered the craft beer scene on amber ales, mm. you know, yeah, so I fat mean, tire for me was just like, oh my gosh, like, I mean, another amber ale? <laughs> Sheesh. I mean, look back around, I don't remember which show, but I think like batch 50, we did a <laughs> whole, 50. yeah, we're at 301. <laughs> yeah, no, no big, big deal. deal. When you were like, Greg, is that when you were like 18? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Now I'm only 23. Before he could drink craft beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, back then we did this whole um, fat tire drink. Up. I was like, let's find a beer that we know everybody can get and let's all drink it like at the same time and send in your reviews yeah. and, you know, voicemails totally about it. And it was fun. We had like 30 people write or call in about fat tire. And it's like, 
Fat Tire was awesome, and, and just too bad that they they went that direction. Especially yeah. since they were. It's also like friends with the Voodoo Ranger, so it makes it extra hard <laughs> for me. But she she's one of my best buddies. We go to brunch together. Um, but damn, like yeah. they have so much money. I feel like there's there's things they could have done better here. Well, and it's so weird that they were like employee owned and then they sold out. And yeah, it's too bad, too too bad. So, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll we'll end it on this one. An Ohio man by the name of Del Hall, and thanks to uh, Martine for sending this one in. Del Hall. Loses 25 pounds after giving up food for Lent. He only drank beer. Wow. I have heard of this beer diet before. It's a real thing. Yep. You can look it up, Google it. But if you just drink beer and you do nothing besides that, you will lose a significant amount of weight, mm-hmm. a significant amount of brain cells. <laughs> and uh, I'm you might there. need to go to a detox. I mean, me too, but I also yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's no longevity to this. No, no, you have to do it for like a month. It's like it's called like the beer diet. I I, I really believe if you look it up, you're gonna see that like it's a real thing. Yeah, and we've talked about him before. He's done this every year for like the past three or four years, and oh, always ends maybe up I losing heard it weight. Here a year ago. And, yeah, it's probably so, true. Yeah, what a what a hero out there, <laughs> Del Hall, keeping uh <laughs> keeping himself. Way hydrated. to go, buddy. Yeah. yeah, is there is there a before and after of the weight? <laughs> we yeah they we, do. <laughs> no, he shows it. Yeah. yeah, he shows it. I'm just curious, like what you know, what the size of this individual is. A lot of carbs. I mean, it's basically your diet, Flex. Hey, hey, yeah, liquid carbs. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> That's only Can't carbs I get. Liquid. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, I think that is everything. I'm gonna hit a little music. I'm gonna say, Mel, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me, yeah. guys. And I'm gonna say hello, Vanessa. Oh, way to kick things off. Yes. Hi, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. One of our favorites. One, one of these days the she'll best. hang out with us. Uh, find, she will. Yeah. Find Mel on the gram at beergirl underscore Melissa. <laughs> Did I get that right? The underscore there? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me yeah. go. I'm on a roll. Speaking of underscores, flex me beer. Underscores in between. Find us at Craft Beer Republic, craftbeerrepublic.com. Don't forget to uh, drunk dial us, 805-538-BEER-2337. I do believe that is everything. I hope everyone is staying very well well hydrated. hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. (laughs) 